0: That's what I would love to do at the end. So do you mind if I just read out what uh, I heard God saying and, and then I want to tell you a story uh, that will hopefully convince you uh, that God is well and truly in control. Um, and I understand free will, but after this story I'm thinking, really? Um, I get free will in my decision, but I, I feel like the, uh, God has given me free will to step back into his will for my life and uh, I feel like my free will after this story uh, ends um, after I've taken that free will step to have God's will. But God's will is uh, amazing. Um, so yeah, let me pray and then I'll read, read this. Andy, do you want to jump up? I asked Andy to play the guitar just because it makes it a lot more easy for me. I don't know. That's it, magic chords. That's what I need. Or Holy Spirit-inspired chords. <laughs> Um, yeah, Father God, thank you so much for everyone here. Thank you that they have come um, out of their day uh, to be here, to know more of you, God. I thank you that we can always know more of you. There's never uh, an ending in that. Um, and so I pray that you would uh, allow me to to speak from what you've shared with me. And, and I just ask that we would all open our hearts and open our minds to receive what you wanna say to us today. Amen. So this is what I wrote down. Um, And it kind of, uh, one verse that uh, I kind of hold on to, and I wrote it, I got it imprinted on the side of my hat at one point, but then I lost that hat. Um, which is uh, gutting, but that's okay. Um, and it was Ephesians 1, 7. Um, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he's lavished upon us with all wisdom and understanding. He has made known to us the mystery of his will. And that mystery is to, that all things in heaven and on earth would be under Christ. All things, our lives would be under Christ. I just, I love that. And it's, it's just like, like gospel in a sentence. Um, I just encourage you to um, I don't know if you know spoken word um, spoken word is it's just a great way it's an easy way to memorize but uh, Ephesians 1 uh, from 1 through to like 17 uh, flows really really well in the NIV app. Um, and you can actually almost like rap it but obviously I'm not going to encourage you all to rap so just speak like you were rapping that's what spoken word is but do it try it It flows really well. I'm not gonna do it right now. Um, But this is what I felt like God was saying. Um, If the story of God's purchase of our life back from sin through becoming the curse we deserve is the greatest love story in all of history, a story that poets, artists, movie directors, and novelists simply retell, how on earth are we supposed to retell it retell that story without becoming so saturated with God's love for us through his death and resurrection that we can no longer see sin in others but Christ in them and Christ in them the hope of glory if everyone is made in the image of God then everyone must look like him what do we see when we look at the world Jesus knew this and teaches us love the Lord your God with all your heart soul and mind and love your neighbor as yourself as our love and understanding of God increases our ability to love ourselves and love others to the level God commands us becomes available I just I take that for myself it's amazing that I find sometimes I say God is good. um, And I went through a phase of saying God is good. uh, And I would think of different things that I had in life that meant that God was good, that God uh, has given me a house. He's given me a beautiful wife and beautiful children, beautiful, healthy children. Um, And I heard someone say that uh, that is such a dangerous place to be. If we Uh, try and convince ourselves of the goodness of God apart from the death and resurrection of His Son so that we can have new life, we are in a world of trouble. Because what about something that comes against us that is not good? My sister-in-law, 36, passed away from cancer and we are praying and we are praying and we are praying. But does that make God any less good? Absolutely not. And in our lives, God is good because of the death and resurrection of His Son, on that cross and so if we are to share the gospel if we are to go out and share the gospel with the world it has to start with love I don't even know if we're commanded to even uh, to, well we're not we're not commanded to highlight people's sin before them we're commanded to love the world And when we love the world, oh, we pray for conviction over their life, that the Holy Spirit would fall upon them and convict them that their life doesn't need to look like that and what they're doing is wrong. But we don't go around highlighting that sin and therefore, I don't believe we should even look at sin in other people. We should look at them and say, God, let me see past the sin. Let me see the love that you have for them. And so I want to tell you a, a quick story, and this will hopefully blow your mind. If you really enter into this story, and and really figure out, like, if God is in control, then He's doing something. So I was uh, I was in um, Amsterdam recently. I got I I got to go out and spend some time with the Awakening Europe team, which is where they're doing stadiums across. Um, the UK um, and the reason I was there is just to A, spend time with them just to develop another relationship um, but also to pray for the Netherlands um, and pray for the salvation of the Netherlands um, and uh, so I flew out I got lost in Amsterdam for a little while got to the prayer meeting um, we prayed uh for two hours just for the Netherlands, for God to break through and for the individual people uh, in the Netherlands, but not just uh, Amsterdam, but Rotterdam. So Rotterdam is gonna be where the stadium is gonna be held. Um, So praying for the people in Rotterdam to be at that stadium, to hear the gospel, to be convicted by uh, the Holy Spirit and to give their lives to Jesus. Um, And so uh, I flew out the next day. um, And so imagine uh, an airport so, uh, you've got the entrance to the airport, um, it wasn't just an airport, it's one of the main train stations there as well, so everyone, you can imagine the, the bustle of it, especially at 8 o'clock in the morning when everyone's catching flights at 59 different gates. Just think about how many people, what is that, a hun- I don't know, 100 people on each flight, 59 gates, that's a lot of people, um, plus all the people in the trains, plus all the people that just wanted to go for coffee. And so I'm there and I'm looking uh, for a place to charge my phone because my ticket was on my phone, which is a great thing. until your phone dies Uh, that's no longer a great thing so I was looking for a place to plug in my phone and the only place that had a USB uh, was Burger King so I passed Burger King I was like Oh, I'll come back in a minute I'll buy some little mini clogs for my kids Um, came back around uh, and uh, sat at Burger King Um, and I think I'm doing all this Uh, Just because I need to charge my phone, or I just need to sit somewhere and have a coffee before I get a flight Um, Why didn't I just go all the way through to the gate straight away? Um, And I think I'm just doing these things Um, And so this guy walks up to like towards me with his tray with his with coke uh, and his burger And he walks up and then he kind of turns to the side and as he starts walking away his drink falls off the tray and that might seem normal unless you're like me and you're expecting God to do something out of the ordinary because he needs you to share his love with someone. And so I see his drink knockoff and I'm like, "That's my chance. So I jump up and I'm like, hey, let me buy you a, a new drink. What were, you, what were you drinking? A large Coke, cool, boom, boom, boom. Got myself a coffee. Um, went back uh, and uh, gave him the, the Coke. He said, oh, do you want to sit down? So I sat down. I was thinking, oh, I'll just have five minutes just to share the love of Jesus with him and whatever that might look like in that situation. And then he says, where are you flying to? And I said, Manchester. And he said, oh, so am I. There's only one flight out that morning from Manchester. Isn't that incredible that God would somehow orchestrate that? And I'm thinking I have free will to go and buy my kids some clogs and sit at Burger King But whether that's my free will and God just is so incredibly ridiculous that he can orchestrate something like that even when I'm doing free will, I I don't understand that. But it gets even more ridiculous than that because he ends up being the person that is sitting directly behind me on that plane. So you think of the thousands of people, the thousands of options that I could have had to go to Burger King, whether I wanted to charge my phone, whether I needed to charge my phone, uh, whether I woke up later and got a different bus, whether I um, woke up earlier and got a different bus, whether I decided to go straight through to my gate. Like, isn't that incredible? And it happens that one of the only spare seats on the plane is next to him. So in the end, I get to sit next to him on the plane. But this is where it gets uh, interesting because I'm like, okay, well, I need to share the gospel. I need to share the gospel. I need to share the gospel. But I am fully convinced that I was not there to share the gospel with that man, apart from the love that I had for him because it turns out that he was flying to Manchester to go to the funeral of his younger brother. He was traveling on his own and he was nervous. He he didn't travel that often and he definitely didn't travel on his own very often. And so he said to me he said oh can we go together can we can we walk through and and so we did and i stayed with him from burger king in amsterdam all the way through to the arrivals gate in manchester for him not for me not even for me to share the gospel and get to tell an amazing story of someone that came to christ but you know what is even more ridiculous is he lives in rotterdam the night before I was praying for people in Rotterdam to go to a stadium where they could hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and he spills a drink next to me like you know in like the movies where you can see what's going around as well, I reckon an angel was waiting and just tipped his drink off <laughs> and then maybe another one whispered to me they were like, buy him a new drink I just, I don't understand it but what I do know is if that is happening, then why am I living in my house? Why are the neighbors that I have? Why are they my neighbors? Because if God is orchestrating that, then God is orchestrating every single person that walks by me. I fully believe that. And so yesterday, uh, a guy came into our church to talk about our phones. Um, we needed an upgrade uh, in our phones. I didn't understand a word he was saying, but. It, supposedly we needed an upgrade um, but I said to him afterwards I said um, I said you, you realize you've walked into a church today and he said yeah I said um, I don't see that as a coincidence do you know Jesus and he said no and he sat back down and I spent 15 minutes sharing the gospel with him sharing about Jesus sharing how much Jesus did what he did he died on the cross for that man and he said I haven't heard this since primary school and he said it's so good to hear again and so I, I, I said to him, I said, um, do you know what it looks like to give your life to Jesus? And he said, no. So I just explained it. Um, and I said, tonight, go home and speak to God because God is listening. And I prayed with him. And um, as he was leaving, um, I just prayed for the Holy Spirit to come. And I feel like that's what we want to do in a minute. Just pray for the Holy Spirit because we cannot do anything apart from the presence of God whether that be reading the Bible. I don't know if you've ever read the Bible uh, and just nothing. I used to do it all the time. It's probably because I didn't have what well, it is, because I didn't have the Holy Spirit revealing that word to me. It's a constant thing, constant feeling of the Holy Spirit. Um, and so yeah, that guy, I got to pray with him um, and I just invited the Holy Spirit like I'd pray for anyone. Um, just thanked God for him, thanked God for what I just felt. Uh, that there was healing that needed to happen in his family. So I just prayed for that without asking him, just prayed. Um, if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. I don't mind. I just prayed for the Holy Spirit to come. And I asked him, how do you feel? What are you feeling? And he just described, he said, a- across my back, starting at my neck and just across my shoulders, I just felt this like this tingling. And I'm like, do you think that's a coincidence that we would pray for the Holy Spirit and you would feel that? And he said, ah, it's just... And he was just describing it as, he, he couldn't really describe it, but he was describing it as like a peace, like a, just a, a presence that something was there. So he has to now go home with that new knowledge of, of that Jesus died for him, that Jesus loves him enough for it. Um, And the same with you, same with everyone in this room, Um, whether you know Jesus or whether you don't, whether you've given your life to Jesus or not, he is pursuing you and he's been pursuing you since the foundation of the world. He's set things into motion so that people will come into your lives and share. And he loves you so much that he will not give up. So if you have never given your life to Jesus, just, I encourage you, do it. You don't have to do it with me. You don't have to do it right here, right now. You don't even have to say the right words. Um, just go home tonight and say, Jesus, I, I give up everything. If you're so in control, if you can send that man in that moment to spill his drink so that he can sit and just so that you can be with him, like if he can do that, he's constantly pursuing you. He really, really, really is. Um, so yeah, i um, can we all stand? Is that okay? Because uh, I think we all need the presence of the Holy Spirit in varying degrees. Um, I don't know if at this point yeah, the worship team comes up. but um, if, if Is there a prayer ministry team that is like designated prayer ministry team? Because I, I believe that we're all uh, a prayer ministry team called by God. But I also recognize that... Um, there's people within the church that um, can do that. Um, so, and I'm not going to invite you to come to the front. I'm going to invite these guys uh, to go in because I believe that whoever they go to is it not God? Does God not lead our steps? Um, and so, if they if they if you do just so want prayer for the Holy Spirit, because I, I believe all these, I know most of them um, know the Holy Spirit. They know the presence of God, and they know um, just to invite Him and to see things happen. So I'm going to encourage them um, to walk out to you. Uh, if you're so fearful of what they might pray for you, I encourage you just to run out of the door. Um, come back next week. Uh, and make sure you come back. But uh, yeah, so maybe we'll just start worshiping. And these guys are going to filter through. If you really do want prayer, um, just put your hand up um, and they will come directly to you. Otherwise, uh, I encourage you to jump over chairs and get to whoever you can. Um, But yeah, let me pray. If you just place your hands out in front of you like um, you would be receiving something. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you would come right now. God, I thank you that you orchestrate everything. That you have plans and purposes for our life. But we need you, Holy Spirit. We need you because some things in our life are getting in the way and we just want to command those go right now in the name of Jesus. And we want to receive more of you, Holy Spirit. And I want to say right now that there is nothing, absolutely nothing in your life that can separate you from the love of God. And therefore the Holy Spirit will come and he will make his home in you, but also he will come upon you, rest upon you for the sake of others. And so Holy Spirit, I ask that you would come right now would just be aware of your presence and I thank you as uh, the prayer ministry team um, just goes out that God that you would go with them Holy Spirit that you would rest upon